sense by heading justice then you come to the right place yeah what a nice way to start the episode no drama no cussing no bacchanal how wonderful this week i'm going to be talking about a case i've called karma and i will be talking about my first venezuelan injustice case what is it called? You have no name? It's just no, Venez- no, no, the no, Venezuelan no, Injustice. No, it will be... Mexico's not the only one with the crappy system. That's the name? Mexico is not the only one with the crap. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what, I wanna, what I want to say That's is... Short and sweet. On behalf of everybody who listens to the podcast and on behalf of me, I need a break from these cases where people don't get shit. I am just at my wit's end with people not getting what they deserve. Like, it's just so frustrating. I mean, it's I reality. Exactly. But oh, well, prepare yourself for today. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, um, on to another topic, since we already know that you're going to bring in us some fuckery today. Um, <laughs> on to the other topic. You know, our last episode mm-hmm. has sparked quite an interesting question. How much money would you accept to poop on somebody? Hi. <sighs> I'll, I'll poop on somebody. I can yeah, on. yeah, yeah. At least I can poop on some people. <laughs> no, no, free. no. You see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what you say now, right? So I had some time to think about that. I was like, hmm, how much money is enough money to poop on somebody? No, but hold then, on, hold on, no, no. I need, I need the specifics. The, you need the specifics. Yeah. What do you like, mean? Like I, paint your picture? <laughs> yes. You're just gonna poop on the person. Like I'm gonna actively poop. Yeah, on it, or I'm just gonna like bring, bring you it. My, bring <laughs> I, you don't, my essence. I don't listen. It depends bring on what the, the it depends on what the customer has asked for. <laughs> However, what I'm trying to say is, I thought about it and I was like, like last week I said that sounds like it's gonna be like in the six digits, and I think people thought I was being kind of ridiculous. But now after I've thought about it, I think I'm right. The minimum because I think people are like, but you know, you're gonna do it for free anyway. Might as well make some money out of doing it. But at that point you paying for my trauma like i'll never forget that i pooped, I pooped on you come for me if you I want any comments but my <laughs> mental health definitely that at least starting in the six i digits. feel that regardless of what i eaten i will have um how do you call when you're, you're like you stage can... fright <laughs> <laughs> performance anxiety <laughs> yeah i Jesus, mean just... i don't know i don't know Shana. i don't know either i don't know but i can tell you can throw my shit like literal shit Mm-hmm. to certain people for free i mean at that point you're missing a business opportunity mm-hmm. because if you have people out here just begging for it <laughs> <laughs> why would you waste it on this person for free i just bring my thing and throw it to her you know i just feel like i know this is an odd way to start the episode but it really was very thought-provoking last week crappy way to start that's right a crappy way to start People were really triggered by um, stinking steaming and he stinking semen. Uh-huh. They were really very pissed off. Like, I got messages on the side. Like, hey, Shana, what's wrong with this man? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know these. I tell you. And that one, I really couldn't hold it. I was like, I just have to talk to somebody about this. Because this is just weird. Imagine you're just walking down the street by your own business. Somebody choked you with this semen. I don't know. I don't know. I go again to the same place. Use that part of the fucking brain to do something good <laughs> something creative to do some to do something good you could be jeff bezos good. <laughs> yeah but I instead know, you've really? now figured out how to weaponize your seat yes <laughs> oh my god uh, is it no. jeff bezos bezos i don't know is it bezos what? bezos what's bezos? bezos jeff bezos the guy from amazon jeff oh, bezos jeff bezos bezos me i don't know you know uh, jeff jeff if you're listening if you are that's a real coup for us like that <laughs> <Jeff>. <laughs> you know we have a dog yeah. surgery to pay for jeff <laughs> 
Jeffrey have a dog surgery to pay for? As long as you put it a, is a drop no, in the bucket for no. you. But Jeff, if you put us on the advertising on Amazon, that's Jeff, right. That's right. I love you. That's right. We're you know, as you said, advertising. I am working on our Spotify ad. Yeah. The Spotify ad was meant to go out a while ago, but there have been some technical difficulties <laughs> because you know the tax man be wanting he cut, and so you have to do registration for the business and the taxes and the da 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 da. We ain't have no money yet, but tax man <laughs> wanna get in at the front, right? So while we for for the US is Uncle Sam, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. For Canada, who's what? Cousin Sam? I don't know who's this. I don't think I don't know if we would have just like a... Just the CRA, but there is no Uncle Sam here? Like, did you say a reaper? Did you say a reaper? I it says C-R-A. Oh, yeah, the CRA. <laughs> I got hungry, so... <laughs> From CRA to an air passion. I'm sorry, I got hungry. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we could call the CRA. I feel like, you know, Canada's a little bit classy. Probably a tax lady, right? Tax lady wants a cut. Tax lady could be a bitch because yeah. she goes after everything. Tax lady want her cut. And we're not, we not here. First of all, we've told you repeatedly, we don't have court money. We don't have jail money. So we try our best. We so anything. we don't have nothing. <laughs> so just, you know, I just want to put this out here as a disclaimer so that in the future, should we get into shit, y'all can refer to episode 14 and be like, listen, we just don't have, we don't <laughs> have our shit together. That we broke. We started this, um, we, we started this telling you we broke. <laughs> we want money for this dog. <laughs> we are clueless. We don't yeah. know how to do this. We things. were so honest, like from the beginning. We we're like, listen, listen, we're we don't have it. We don't shit. have it. Okay? We don't have it. We don't we're have just trying. We're just trying. We're just trying to keep our just keep our stuff together. Okay. <laughs> and you know, as I said stuff just now instead of shit. We would like to invite the people to help us come up with our new curse word. So here's our thing. This is what has been brought to us by Ryan, Susanna's husband, and then probably some other more conservative listeners that we have. We see you out there. We know you like to listen in between, you know, whatever it is you do. Sometimes, you know, cussing is just so liberating. The it's word just is like... cathartic. It makes you feel so yes. good. And, you know, some people just deserve a swift fuck you. And that's, we, you know, say what you want, but some people just deserve that fuck you. It has nothing you can do about it, you know? Yeah. What? Yeah. That way again. That's what you deserve. Maybe you are a complete dick. We were using Woof for a minute. But Woof but is But we ain't trying to get we ain't trying to get into trouble. And Mother Woofer is definitely taken. Yeah. Right? So we were like, you know, yeah, people don't own words, but you know, for branding purposes, we would prefer to not step on anybody's toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanna invite the people who listen to us every people's. week. Yeah, the people's to, you know, give us some suggestions. Of course, you know, we could go with the staples, say stuff instead of shit, say friggin' instead of fuck, but that boring. No. You know, that boring. I, and we're not making any guarantees, at least I'm not. They will slip out. Mm. But we're just gonna we try. Innocent. We innocent. We're just gonna try. Like, look, this week I spelled hose in a French way. <laughs> No, I don't know if the French spell it like this, but this is what I imagine, right? So we hoes is now H E A U X, And you know, I feel like that classy, that class it up a little bit. Exactly. You know? And we need sponsors, and you know what I was the reading that if you may start passing like a lot, mm-hmm. they might get, not take you. All we'll get is a sponsorship for like the intimate things, like the vibrators. Okay, it's still good. <laughs> Listen, sponsored. I'll take you. Ah, we'll take you. We won't get yes. the old sponsorship. Don't, don't worry. Sponsorship. 
We won't get don't a hold of this message of this password. <laughs> no, I'll take you. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we we are shopping around. That's not to say we will absolutely use the word, whatever word did you pick, but um, we will. But be we shopping can do around it. Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can Maybe. try them. Oh, that we can do that. Maybe they suggest, and then each week that could be our curse right? word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Like every that time somebody comes in and be like, "This is the curse word. Use this when you cuss this week." Okay, we uh-huh, try a challenge uh-huh, accepted. Uh-huh. But but we have to look to see if somebody else is using it. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. somebody else is using it, we're then gonna, it's off the uh, table. Remember, yeah, no money. That's right, no money, no court clothes, no, no. money. No. Trying to keep the dog alive. Mm, yeah. That's, that's the focus here right now. Right? All the money now goes into rent mm. and dog bills. Exactly. Like, I got When one... we're famous and rich, Listen, we'll put a budget for Just that. today I was thinking about the fact that I am very impressed by people who have children, go to school, go to work. Right? People who do all of the things. Because I got one dependent. She don't even speak. And my life fucked. Like it just went <laughs> in the toilet. Savings, gone. <laughs> like... <laughs> Time gone. It's just in my face. Private space too, yeah? Yeah, just space gone. Money gone. Time gone. Just boop, boop, boop. And she's just a dog. Yeah. And she's tiny. A very tiny dog. <laughs> no, but she has big bills. Shit. She does. She does yeah. have some hefty bills. But yeah. I, and you know what else? The heart surgery she has coming up. The reason it's so expensive, I was explaining to my mother, the reason that it's so expensive is because, as the it's doctor the heart. explained to me, no, that's not actually the reason. The reason is because they have to order special little instruments for her tiny body. If she was a big dog, this surgery would cost me less money. <laughs> But this is discriminatory against the small dogs. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> So yeah, ah. so because she has to have these special little instruments and all of all of her things are basically like a third the size of a regular <laughs> dog. She has to have this surgery that costs more money. Mm, my gosh, yes. no. And as we talk about surgery, this is an excellent moment to segue into Zana's trauma of the week, which is not only you did your daughter think. break her thumb this week, but she also had dental surgery. Poor kid, poor kid. <laughs> this is this is Emma's This has been her week yeah monday sure. covid test why she had a covid test because of the procedure oh, for friday scheduled procedure because right, right, she right. has not been vaccinated because she's under the limit age right right although you know did you I hear did pfizer try. is now trying to yeah, but, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. i was like i'm up for it like i'm gonna i'm gonna line up okay happily yes to get her vaccinated that's right i don't care Yes. I don't care. So what happened after? She got the so COVID vaccine co- Monday. Ha- no, no, no. COVID test. COVID test, sorry, Monday. Of uh-huh. course, the lady goes all the way to her brain. Of I think course. I can see the poke hey, coming off. I don't know why you're so fucking vindictive. Why? You know, I have had like 7,000 COVID tests, yes, right? Yes, this is true. Uh, just as an interesting fact, Susanna and I have had so many COVID scares. Yeah. We're not even phased by yeah. it. Like yeah. right now, if you came and you told us, No, hey, it was like a straight up three months, like, Uh, <laughs> I was a close contact yeah. to this. Because yeah. oh, Susanna and I spend a lot of time together. And then she's got two girls. And they go to either daycare or school. Mm. So then when they get in contact, I now have to be also uh, contacted. Because it's like, oh, Chanel, you But know, when you, you were here. <laughs> you and my friend Claudia. Yeah. Remember? I felt so bad. Because they were not going out. The only exposure was you had was me. <laughs> So I will visit them on a Sunday, and then on Monday I'm like, Claudia. 
So <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've had our fair share of COVID tests, yes. and you're right. Some but of them again, are super gentle, and then there are other is, ones. They're there's like, no need there in your is brain. No need. There is no fucking need. So one thing I can tell you is, and I know I always bring the mother thing, but when this things happen to you, you're like complaining, why not? But when you see it happening to your kid, it hurts you like 7,000 times more because you don't want your kid to go through this thing. Right. So Emma, COVID test, mm -hmm. that was Monday. Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no amount of chocolate that I can offer you <laughs> for the pain, for this, for the trauma. <laughs> yes. I wanted to, I wanted to hold the hand of the, I don't know why they like this, you know, do better. Come on. Yes. Yes. For every bad rate, she get like a three, three, three rough ones. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> For you to stop being an asshole. Yeah. So <laughs> Tuesday comes around, Tuesday's uneventful. Right, 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 right. Wednesday <laughs> was such a long day. And I see Emma at school. Every time I see on the phone that school is calling me, I just say, Mm, it's not good. It's never good when the school calls. I normally forget to fill up forms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't like to fill up forms. So I thought, I started thinking, which form am I missing? Right, right, right. Because you know, maybe I'm missing something. You know, being hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no. Emma had decided to wear her Timberland. -like, Timberland? Yes. Uh -huh. Like boots. Okay. For gym class outside <laughs> you don't see the smokes are made for running no walking <laughs> mm. she fell she trapped and the thumb got swollen you need to come you know what i find is weird i do find it weird here that they wait for the parent to come for the child like at that point if the child no, is back injured they take you to wherever i think if it's like a life thing situation, they will do it they, will do it. they okay. have to right and they call you like from the ambulance or, or right, whatever. Right, 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 right. But this one wasn't the case. I don't know if they do it, but I, I understand back home they will do a bunch of stuff, which I can see parents, including myself, being like, who the hell tell you to do this for my kid? I don't know if I'd be that parent. Let me tell you something. I need Listen, all the you help become, I can get. Like, imagine <laughs> some, how, how would you feel if I cut Bunny's hair without telling you? You fucking did this. You know, I did tell you. You made the appointment. You. you didn't tell but I me. Told you. you made the you made the appointment, <laughs> and then you go. Bunny has an appointment tomorrow <laughs> at the hairdresser. And I'm like the fuck. <laughs> but I didn't do it beforehand. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Anyway, so this kid has broken her joy. She has a cast. But that's not the end of the week. Uh, no, that's, that's just, just Wednesday. The middle that's just the Wednesday. Week. <laughs> just the middle of the week, and she's not out of the woods. For surgery. Because yes. mm -hmm, yeah. there's a slight chance. Slight. Just because where the injury is, she might need a tweak there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On Thursday, we said, okay, we need to get her ready for school. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't realize how fitted. <laughs> you should see how crazy the shirts, like. <laughs> the shirts are. Like, those are things that so you're you not... You can't get addressed yes. because the hand is in the cast. <laughs> And I understand the discomfort because you yeah. touch it and she's like, ah, 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 ah. So did you think about putting her in one of your t-shirts? Just a suggestion. We have to be cool. Oh, right. She wants to look good. I forgot that part. <laughs> this is us. Thursday morning, trying to fit all the sweatshirts. Over the cast. Over the cast <laughs> to see which one. Huh? She goes to school. I go to work. There's not much pain. Good. Now I'm trying to figure out what can I dress her on. Lift work, get my ass to the outlet mall. And I was the crazy person going to every store 
to the to see how big mm-hmm. they check in all of the sleeve holes. Could. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Friday comes around. Mm-hmm. So the schedule surgeries here. Schedule surgeries here. We get there, my poor baby. <laughs> this procedure, she's supposed to have an eye tube exposed mm-hmm. for her braces and two wisdom teeth mm-hmm. removed. Okay. Okay. I said, oh fuck, that's a lot. And always said, she's young. Um, those tooth are, you know. Mm-hmm. Barely there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, turns out that Emma's one tooth on the left side was there to stay. Right. <laughs> right. What the hell? Mm-hmm. A procedure that was supposed to be 45 minutes, it took an hour and a half. Hmm. Thank goodness she was under because I couldn't survive with another person being traumatized about dental procedures. Uh, she's speaking about me. And I'm, t- I'm, I'm picking about myself too. And my <laughs> oh. father. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about yeah. me. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. you were talking about me. Yeah, you, oh. my dad, me. The dentist is a scary place. Yeah. Um, but you have to go. You go to the dentist so you don't have to go to the dentist. <laughs> like, this but is this my ca- theory. But this is something, this is something, Chanel, that um, Emma has been going. Like, she has been so good. I come in and my sweet, sweet, sweet baby. She <laughs> is full on bitch. <laughs> well, this you would kid- be too if you had two no, teeth no, taken no. out on one gum Listen, cut. <laughs> I get not talking. I get it. Honestly. <laughs> but, fuck, man. This this kid was a bitch. Just rude. Like, tell them the joke. <laughs> I got, they call me in. Granted, this is the second time she's under, right? So the oh first God, time she was funny. like, oh, I'm too cold. I'm right, just right. cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. And that's what I was expecting, right? <laughs> yeah. When I come in, she's like, <sighs> crying. <laughs> I can see. I can see. She blind. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you have to open your eyes." I'm a bitch. No, I can't you know, see. You thought you were gonna get funny. Yes, you didn't get funny. You got angry. Yes, mm. I love watching those wisdom teeth videos. People say all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Like I all was sorts spe- of I stuff. I was so ready that I had my phone. I'm not trying to on my pocket. I'm not trying to goat mouth myself here, but so far, knock on wood, I have not had to have my wisdom teeth taken out because the dentist swears up and down that they're growing straight. If there's somebody in the comments who's a dentist, you know, and you have some other opinions, you know, share because, like I've said, I go so I don't have to go. go. Yeah. Like you do all you need to do, clean them. Yeah, flush check on them, them. All of them. All, all this stuff. But this kid has been on dentist's ass since she was like three. Right, yeah. We, we have been going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah, know? but this is not a, this is not a cavity issue. This is no, a, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's a surgical situation. So yeah. where are we now with the bitchiness and the thumb? <laughs> the, the bitchiness got snapped out of her psychopath. Psycho- but we understand where you're coming from. Level. Because mm-hmm. I understand that you're in pain. Mm-hmm. I understand that you're in discomfort. I will spoil your ass all the way. But I cannot agree on you being an ass. That's fair. Listen, let me tell you something. No, oh, and I'm not going to lie to no. you. The bitchiness didn't have to continue. But I will say this. In that moment, I ain't mad at Emma at all. Not at all. Because if you now wake me up from a procedure, first of all, I thought I was blind. And then now, <laughs> I, now that I find out I could see, I, I the pain in my mouth now kicking. i definitely going to be pissed. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Emma doesn't have to have surgery. Because, I mean, we don't need another episode of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring like a, I'll bring like a, uh, like holy water, yes. <laughs> something. Sh- 
Take some of those sage incense I have. Just see I if have some. Yeah, see if you can just knock out some of the bitch out of me. <laughs> you have good juju. Uh, uh, no, please. we taught you all the term last week. I think it was a jarry. <laughs> remember? <laughs> yeah, jarry. Remember I told you jarry, which was where you use like the incense and you like smoke out all of the negative but Jesus, bullshit. Just like poor kid. This week has been rough. Yeah, so she's allowed. But I, no. we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Nah. What we can agree on is that in here smells fucking amazing because I made homemade granola. Yes, yeah, so good. Uh-huh. So Susanna good. keeps eating it. Ryan, if you don't get any, eat it, Susanna's fault. I, I separated it just so you could have some, but she didn't. She she probably might eat she it. She's lying. She's lying. Listen, I need this granola because right now we're back on that that whole diet kick. And when I say diet, I mean lifestyle, but what no, I really mean no, is trauma. Says the one that gave a bunch of chocolate to my kids. They're children. They're not on a diet. What happened to you? Well, I eat it. Why did you eat it? Because it was there. Well, you're the problem, not me. No, you are. Who bought it? I didn't buy it for you. I didn't buy it for you. I am trying to to be good about my sugars because with the thyroid and all of that crap, you know, we try to do right by ourselves. So I made some homemade granola (laughs) and I have this dairy free yogurt to eat it with, which I'm not excited. Vegan. Vegan yogurt. Dairy free. All free, flavor free. It tastes like the container it's in. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm going to eat it, you know, because I had to get my, you know, nutrients where I can get them. All right. Mm-hmm. So are you are you ready to get into this? I know you've had a rough week, but are you ready to get into this? Because I have a case for you today. Bring it on. All right, let's go. So like I said, this case is called Karma. You are in for a ride. Good. Now, what I want to say to you is I know about this case from years ago. Okay. I saw the show. Oh, and there was a TV show about it. I'll tell you the name at the end. Mm-hmm. For the people who listen to watch true crime, you probably already figured out where the show is from by three quarter way through the story. But I watched the show years ago in Trinidad and the mm-hmm. story stuck in my brain. So much so that I looked it up <laughs> so that I could present it this week. Okay. So as usual, different sites have different information. Yeah. And so I just basically decided to pull from the most consistent information i could find out there and whatever was the most believable yeah. to make my story that i am about to share love at first sight you oh believe my. in it yeah i can see a chocolate and fall in love with it i don't know if i i buy into the whole love at first sight thing i mean yeah you might find somebody hot and you all might be physically attracted to each other but i feel like love is a lot more of a complicated feeling but, yeah. you didn't fall in love the moment you saw somebody this is what people are claiming i tell you this is what people claim yes that's what i'm it's called love at first i love it's not called you know lust at first sight it's called love at first sight they say they're in love Mm. when you're young maybe no not even then not even then (laughs) no 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 we don't don't buy it (laughs) we don't buy it i'm sorry (laughs) well to be fair i couldn't find a lot of backstory on the players of this story i don't know how they grew up i don't know what their life was like i don't know what about their home situation but whether you believe in love at first sight or not alicia i'm calling her alicia because it's a-l-e-s-i-a so i don't know if that's alicia or if that's alicia so i'm gonna go with alicia because there's an e alicia and jeremy warrior thought they found it they thought they found love at first sight. Both of them. Both of them. They're in love Same. with each other. Well, they're in love with each other. Yeah, and it's not a one-sided situation, not unrequited. She loved no, him, but he loved I'm she. like, I can eye you and I'll be like, mm, and then inquired. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not what happened. Oh, they're in okay. love, Susanna. <laughs> Having gotten married within a year of meeting, 
each other fast but you know i'm not here to judge nobody you know because in this day and age especially with like pandemics and all kind of shit happening if you find somebody you like and you don't mind them in your personal space and the two of you all have similar goals and dreams together go ahead but the two of them they met and they fall in love they will get married within a year uh-huh. and it seemed like a whirlwind romance to everybody else but to them it makes sense yeah you know they're happy um they weren't known to have any trouble or any enemies, which made what happened on a spring 2005 morning even more of a mystery. Mm-hmm. So it was 5.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. on the morning of April 23rd, 2005. And Alicia Warrior was driving her husband, Jeremy, because remember they get married, yeah. to work in his dark blue Nissan Altima. Now, typically Jeremy would drive himself to work, but mm-hmm. his car needed to have the headlight replaced. Yeah. So she was going to take... Him to work and then, and then take, the take the car, the to, car the me- to the shop. To the mechanic. Right. Unfortunately for the couple, they would never make it. As they were about to crest a hill in the neighborhood, the SUV ahead of them suddenly stopped, causing Alicia to slow down. I'm trying to put myself in her mindset. She's probably trying to figure out, do I go around? Yeah. Do I just wait? Yeah. You know? Until she noticed someone running towards the car. Mm-hmm. And that person or persons fired a gun because... There was sh- wild shooting at both Jeremy and Alicia. What? Yeah. What? So this was a hit. So remember, they came over the hill. And they were expecting for them and then... And the car <laughs> stopped suddenly in front. And then all of a sudden, whoever is in the car in front comes out. And you're right. Pew, pew, pew. Jeremy and Alicia both hit. Okay. So now this one... So presumably, the neighbors called the police because within minutes, one article said 5.34, so four minutes, mm-hmm. um, the police arrived on the scene to find the bullet-ridden Altima that crashed into a ditch, mm-hmm. right? Because remember, both of them got shot. Yeah. Jeremy was found to be still and unresponsive and Alicia was injured and moaning. So the next thing Alicia would remember was waking up at the hospital. Oh, okay. And she would be paralyzed from the waist oh, down. Unfortunately, at this time, she was also informed that Jeremy, having received multiple gunshot wounds, didn't survive. So now she's a widow and she's paralyzed. The police wanted to get to the bottom of the crime. They needed to know if this was a targeted attack, like who was out for them, mm-hmm. or whether or not they had a random spree killing on their hands. But Alicia being the sole survivor of the tragedy, they started with her first, because logically, they want to <laughs> ask her, like, you're the only yeah. witness we have, right? And they want to ask her, hey, you know, who do all, who hate you? <laughs> like, why would they do this? And they struck paid it, because she was able to provide them with a description of the attack. Mm. With what seemed like unparalleled strength, Alicia gave the police their first lead right from her bed in the intensive care unit. Only three days after getting shot and paralyzed. Like she was ready to help them find whoever this was, right? Let's get them. So she told the police that her trip to drop Jeremy to work was interrupted when they came upon a red SUV with taillights Mm -hmm. on. And then she said two Hispanic men jumped out of the SUV from the back seat and approached the car on both sides before opening fire. Mm -hmm. The men were described as being short, either in their 20s or 30s, and that she actually didn't remember physically being shot. That part's a blackout. But she does remember coming upon this red SUV in the road, seeing them come out. Mm -hmm. So this is what she told the police. She was able to give this rather helpful description. Still not enough to go on, because I mean, just two Hispanic men who are short and um, (laughs) in the 20s. This could be anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Hispanic men short. I'm just saying, you know, that that is a a group. Exactly, that's a group of them. 
So irregardless <laughs> of the height and whatever that she gave the police, it still wasn't enough information. That was not enough for them to hit the ground running to find these people. And then that's a really scary and sobering thought that they could have random people jumping out of cars shooting people. Yeah. You know? So they decided they were going to do an interview, like I said, with Alicia. And in this interview, the first interview with her, Alicia told them that she was liming at a friend's apartment the night before the shooting. Okay. With a bunch of friends. She was quite candid and seemingly not having anything to hide because you know they're looking into her too because like do you have enemies they yeah. want to know who who was the target here she casually mentioned the people who were at the party mm-hmm. so that the police could follow up on her story mm-hmm. to corroborate that this was the timeline of the event and she was a victim too and since they couldn't figure out whether or not the target was jeremy or alicia they had to dig into their background they're hoping even though yes somebody is dead and that is horrible they are hoping this was not a random attack so one thing alicia did mention was Jeremy's ex. So according to Alicia, Jeremy had an altercation with his ex-girlfriend a few years before this shooting. Then that altercation involved a gun. Oh. So I, at this point, I worked up. I like, okay, if it is that it have an ex-girlfriend that had a gun involved, that sounds like maybe she's the one who, you know, set this up. But a whole year has passed. Uh, years. He years have passed. Uh-huh. But so the police investigated and the it ex. turns out that Jeremy was the one who was charged with shooting the ex. Coñuela madre. In her foot, right? Aye. And that he even served six years behind bars. So this wasn't a year. This was a while back. So the question now was, was it possible that the ex felt like six years wasn't enough? Now me, you shoot me in my foot. If I not left with any lingering issues, <laughs> I feel like the six years is enough, okay? Um, yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, okay, we don't have the details of that altercation, Susanna. We don't be knowing. Uh, you just think about it. You got a little shoot in your foot. Maybe it was a through and through. It went in, it went out. <laughs> no other issues. <laughs> yeah. No, but, mm, okay. I, I think, I, I don't, don't know. I, don't, I feel I don't like know. six is not supr- a surprising sentence is what I'm trying to say. Nobody died and nobody's hurt. And if there are, although I will say that if there are residual issues, like I, I have a limp now or it affected my ability to work, then we have problems. But let's say I walked away from this like, Nothing ever happened. I could see how the judge might have given him six years. Okay. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I still want to know what drived him to... Shoot her in her foot? Mm. Like, I don't know. This is the party story we reached. So she now, Alicia, has mentioned the ex-girl. So Alicia didn't know that he had been in jail for six years. He's the one telling the police that it had the ex and he's the one who shot the girl and she fought. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right? All she told them, though, was that it involved a gun, mm. right? And I guess when they dug for it, I mean, the girl in the ICU, she's not like she did chatting and telling them all the little details, you know? Yeah. So when they go on and investigate now is when they discover Jeremy's the one who shoot the girl in her foot. Mm. So no further information was given on whether or not the ex suffered any lasting physical injury after the shooting. But at this point, the police believe it was possible that she may have been seeking additional retribution. Like I said, what if she have a limp? What if it affected the way she was doing her job? What if she couldn't work anymore because of this injury? These are things we don't know. Okay. 
So the police decided they were going to find us. Maybe she hired the two guys to go shoot Jeremy and Alicia. So the police gone to question the ex. And when she was confronted, she was adamant that she had no part to play in Jeremy's death or Alicia's shooting. And she was home. I mean, it was 5.30 in the morning. That's believable. Yes. Right? So. <laughs> not going nowhere. I know. No. Outside. So now the police were stuck. They don't have the Hispanic guys. They have a believable story from the ex. I yeah. mean, they didn't have any evidence that Jeremy's ex wasn't where she said she was mm-hmm. at the time of the crime because mm-hmm. I mean it is believable that she hoped. Yeah. and they had no leads until one of Jeremy's family members noticed something worrisome Jeremy's uncle told the police that he noticed a suspicious man visiting Alicia at the, at the hospital in the ICU. So the police seemingly intrigued. They intrigued. They're like, okay, who this man? They decided to follow up and identified her unknown visitor as Darrell Roger, who was actually one of the people Alicia mentioned she was at the party with the night before the shooting. Okay. So at this point, the police decided to return to the hospital on April the 30th and carry out a second interview. This one was police. unrecorded. Oh. Yeah, they just want to find out from her, hey, who this man? Right? Like, mm. how you know him? How you know him? And told her that, quote, there are things that we needed to get through in order to find a motive and we need to cover all our bases. It's, right? That's fair. Mm-hmm. If you're going to so do that for everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they're not trying to victimize her here. Yeah. Nobody victim blaming, but you know, we need to check all the corners, crevices. Yes. Right? yes. The officers told Alicia that they did not want to embarrass her, but they felt like maybe she was having an affair <gasps> with Darrell. So she denied having the affair. And the officers left her at her request. You know, because she and I see you. She's like, yeah. okay, ask me already. You talk to me already. I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. Paralyzed. Paralyzed widow. So the information suggesting that she had an affair wasn't the fact that Daryl kept visiting Alicia, Alicia at the hospital. But that could be, like, I would be on your butthole if something happened to you. Right, exactly. You know, like, like, that, that's what I put here. I put any real friend would do that. Yeah. You know, you get shot. No, you paralyzed. You're there. Your friend's there. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. But no, telephone records were the main indicator of an affair in this case. Ah. So the detectives were able to speak to witnesses and gather proof of calls between Daryl and Alicia. I don't know if I've been calling her Alicia or Alicia all this time. Whatever, whatever comes out, that name again, okay? And additionally, the police discovered calls between Daryl and Alicia mm-hmm. minutes before the shooting that morning. I know. No, but you remember, she came back from the party the night before. Okay. But it was still not unbelievable that she could be talking to him early in the morning. Huh? Just not. As well as additional calls at 4.57... 457.17 and 457.28. So these were short mm-hmm. calls. Maybe she was answering and hanging up. Yeah. You know, FBC. maybe. BC. Mm-hmm. Getting ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that wasn't suspicious enough, they had records of over 52 calls between Darrell and Alicia from February to April of that year. Once again, still not enough evidence that they are having an affair okay. because they're friends. Just yeah? because they're from the different... They're just different genders. Yeah. And they're talking. Mm-hmm. Now, if you check my phone log, you, you probably would think I have a bunch of men. I just happen to have male friends who I talk to a lot. So at this point, the police still don't have enough evidence that they're having an affair. Yeah. But it does seem a little suspicious that, you know, she have this man friend that they talk. There were even calls from Daryl's phone to Alicia's mother's phone while she was in the hospital. Once again, not surprising. You, my friend, and you get shot. I call in your mother because you don't have a phone on you. Yeah. You just get shot. So they were clearly very close friends. Okay. If that's the case. Alicia kept denying that she was having an affair with Daryl. But the police at this point did notice that she seemed like she might be a little afraid of him. Like anytime they would bring him up, she seemed to get a little cagey. 
Like maybe okay. she's afraid. So maybe they were reading the situation wrong and it wasn't an affair at all or friendship. Police at this point offered Alicia an olive branch. They said to her, hey, Come you're queen. safe here. You're protected here. Yeah. Don't be afraid of this man. And they encouraged her to give them the right information mm-hmm. so they could get to the bottom of the case. Mm-hmm. With this extra layer of protection in place, Alicia seemingly assured changed her story. So now she confessed that, yes, she was having an affair with Daryl. Ah, I am And also identified him as the shooter, not two Hispanic men. <sighs> so she said she was falling in love with Daryl and that it caused problems with her husband because she was staying out late at night. Yeah. So Jeremy didn't know about the affair, but he had his suspicions because, like she said, she's staying out late at night. Mm-hmm. Daryl was also pretty jealous. Well, really, the word is boldface because she said whenever Jeremy would call her phone, like whenever her husband would call, he would get mad. Daryl would get mad. Like, why this man calling but you? But you know they're next men. You, you are, are the, the outside man. Exactly. How, th- you How know? dare you answer the phone to your husband? This has always tripped me out where, like... Why we didn't discuss, like, if you're going to engage in an affair, right? We didn't say that, right? You know, but I'm just trying to say, you need to understand your role in this situation. Like, it have mains and it have side piece. You are the coleslaw of this event. Like, you don't well, get don't to... underestimate the coleslaw. Coleslaw is a solution. Coleslaw is just certainly not a main, though. It's a side. It's not a main. Exactly. It's a side. Yes. You could have the meal without the coleslaw yeah exactly you know you know the the main part of the situation as far as i am concerned as a side piece you have decided you are accepting scraps because you are not entitled to their main time remember yes the mo of most of these relationships is like we're at the end of it like, we're like two days from divorce. Okay. <laughs> this is ending. Ah, this is we're not the situation, though. We're just there for the kids. This is, no. We're just there for the mm-hmm. money. This is she's, not the situation. She, she or he's crazy. Listen, this is not the situation you know, here. Like, Remember, she, I don't know if she's just a serial, a serial romancer. Remember, <laughs> she had just fallen in love with Jeremy. At first sight. At first sight. She and Jeremy was in love. You know, she was in love already. She was in the middle of a whirlwind romance. <laughs> and when she started this affair. <laughs> anyway, like I said, you know, you can't be jumping out of your side piece position and demanding mean rights. That are your place. That's why now the polyamorous right. situation. Look now. Just, just say you're greedy and just call it a day. Right? Um, you're greedy, you're greedy. You're <laughs> <laughs> greedy, you're greedy. No, you can barely keep up one on No, 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 no. no. I just feel like if it's just too much work. <laughs> so much. You have to have a very dynamic personality. Like you should put on your resume, you should read, like able to juggle many projects at <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh gosh. gosh you know good at time management <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway so yeah so dara will get mad anytime jeremy was calling alicia because like how dare your husband call you right mm-hmm. and she said he gets so mad one time he break her phone with his hands like with his bare hands he broke her phone right because he got so mad they're real strong so she went on to say that she tried to break up with Daryl, but he didn't take it right. I mean, I'm not surprised considering he was breaking phones with his hand like Hulk, right? <laughs> so when he showed up at the hospital, it was really to intimidate her so that she wouldn't tell the police 
about the killing. So he told her that if she talked, he'd kill her. Well, he already paralyzed her. As if this wasn't enough, Alicia confessed to the police that she is the one who rented the SUV for him. And she gave, uh, no, no, she no. gave the police the wrong color because she didn't want them. It wasn't even a red SUV. No, no. It was a champagne or goldy beige no. colored SUV. No, and no, she no, said no, that no, she... No, no. Listen, she said that she wanted to tell the police that she's the one. She wanted to get ahead of it because now that she confessed that she had the affair... She wanted to get ahead of this story and let them know she was the one who rented the SUV because she didn't want them to think that she was involved. She was she involved. Because she ordered the SUV. But she said she didn't know he was going to be using the rental to carry all the assault. And why did she rent it? They thing? asked her that question and she said she rented it out for Darrell two days before the shooting so she, he could take his children to the world of fun in Kansas City, Missouri. I guess this is the kind of relationship they had. So she rented the vehicle. I mean, if the police would have had to dig further but like in Trinidad and thing like you had to be a certain age and you had to have been driving for a certain amount of time before you're allowed to rent a vehicle yeah, so I mean yeah. maybe maybe it was like that you know maybe Daryl don't have your license or didn't have it for a long time or whatever who knows point is she said this so the police then asked her what the plan was going to be when Jeremy asked her about the charges on the credit card. Like, yeah. what were you going to say? She confessed that her intention was to tell Jeremy about Daryl because at this point she's scared of Daryl because remember Daryl breaking phones with his hand. So now armed with a killer and a pretty decent motive as well. The mm-hmm. police arrested Daryl on May the 8th. All fine and dandy, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, the police had... The most credible eyewitness in the form of Alicia, who was the paraplegic widow of the shooting. Yeah. And they had this case locked up. Or so they told. Alicia, through her attorney, retracted her statement. She took it back. Saying that she couldn't identify Daryl as the shooter. (laughs) And that her first statement about the Hispanic attackers was true. Right? With her retracted statement... They couldn't hold Daryl and they had to let him go. So what the hell happened? Was Alicia threatening to changing her statement? Because remember Daryl out here breaking phones. Or was her first statement the truth? Unlikely, unlikely. Whatever the answer, the police weren't getting it from Alicia. Of course. And she went on to try to get her life back on track as much as she could. They don't know if she was strong-armed into staying quiet, but she not. Okay. Okay. This obviously wasn't easy because she had to adjust her life as a paraplegic. Mm-hmm. And luckily for her, Jeremy's insurance came through and she was awarded $400,000, which allowed her to buy a vehicle, I'm assuming an accessible vehicle, etc. Yeah. Alicia even gave a deposition in 2006 that she couldn't identify the color of the SUV and the case got no further. So three years passed and the police had no resolution on the horizon for the Jeremy Warrior case. Mm-hmm. None. This is until someone would come forward to share the details of the story. Jamar Moore, who was identified as a friend of Daryl, confessed to being a co-conspirator in the setup. Ah. According to Moore, he, Daryl, and Alicia came up with the plot to kill Jeremy. He said he was coming forward three years later because Daryl and Alicia promised to give him a cut of the insurance money, mm-hmm. but they never did. And quote, it was on my conscience and I got tired of protecting people that never really cared about me. So... That's what Jamar Your said. Your conscious would have been clean with a cut if he of had the, the money. insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he had the money, he conscious would have been. So Jamar said that his role in the incident was getaway driver and that Alicia was the mastermind behind the hit. Jamar testified that he knew Daryl for going on nine years and that he met Alicia in February 2005, which mm-hmm. is when Alicia met Daryl. Daryl and Alicia met at a party and had an 
instant attraction as well as a sexual encounter. So she known for this love at first sight situation. Apparently, following the sexually charged beginning, in March of that year, Alicia is the one who asked Jamar if he wanted to kill somebody to make a couple thousand dollars. But at that point, neither Daryl or Alicia identified the target. Eventually, a few weeks later, Daryl is the one who told Jamar that the target was Alicia's husband, Jeremy, and that the plan was to kill Jeremy but shoot Alicia in the leg. Because remember, she can't look like if she unscathed, right? So going along with the plan to make the money, he agreed to be the getaway driver. And on the morning of the killing, Alicia drove home from the party in her car and they followed her home at around 2 a.m. At this point, they parked down the street about Mm -hmm. a block away and then they waited for the couple to leave. Jamar even indicated that Daryl was eager to go through with the hit because when they didn't leave on time, he called Alicia Remember those calls yeah. in the morning? He called Alicia asking her what was taking so long. And she eventually replied saying, quote, I am trying to hurry it up. Jesus so Christ. after the couple drove up the street, mm-hmm. Alicia was the one who turned off her headlights. And that was apparently the prearranged signal for them to launch the attack. What Alicia didn't plan on was the fact that she would get paralyzed pulling off her scheme. So I read somewhere that Alicia even had sex with Jeremy the morning of the attack prior to driving him to his doom she i think knew she was gonna be killed possibly even in the car she had what? sex with jeremy yeah i can't remember exactly where i read it like i said i read a bunch of different articles and i went with the most consistent story but i did read that she had had sex with jeremy before maybe like a final send-off like hmm? yeah let me what no yeah so in the end the prosecution was concerned that alicia being paralyzed would gain sympathy from the jury and result in her being let off for the crime however the jury agreed with the findings and convicted her of first degree premeditated murder mm-hmm. and conspiracy to commit first degree murder and sentenced her to 50 years in prison yeah daryl on the other hand pled guilty and was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole for 20 years so alicia's defense team was trying to appeal on the basis of throwing out the hospital interviews because some of them were recorded some were not recorded because they believed them to be leading and advantages because of her situation yeah but there's no word at this time where her appeals led to mm-hmm. as for darrell he was busted for trafficking drugs into the prison in texas so it looks like his chance at parole in 20 years is unlikely mm-hmm. i even read in another article that he didn't prepare himself to take care of alicia now you remember they had this whole plan to kill the husband and take the insurance money yeah nobody banked on alicia getting paralyzed yeah. in this whole situation yeah. so they had moved in together you know after she told them that she couldn't identify him all mm-hmm. of a sudden like oh it, it slips my mind i don't know who it was they're moving together. But he was not keen to take care of her. I don't know what of he course. signed up for. He signed up for, you know, a girlfriend. Yeah. He did not sign up for having to take care of Disabled, her. Disabled, yes. Basically, it's known that he was pretty pissed off at this situation, that he got stuck with How Alicia. dare she? Mm-hmm. How dare she be par- paralyzed? Yes. And so what really happened in real life is that even though she said that the two Hispanic men came on either side of the car and shot, and even though there were bullet holes on each side of the car, there was a witness in the neighborhoods who said that they only saw one guy get out Mm. of the car. And so that was likely Daryl. Because remember, Jamar said he was a getaway driver. Daryl shot her then. 
That's right. So she got shot by her side piece and ended up paralyzed in the commission of a murder so she of could get husband. the insurance money. And that is why this case is called Karma. Alicia is serving her sentence at the Topeka Correctional Facility. And I have no idea what happened to Jamar, but I assume he gets some kind of deal because he's the one who came forward and cracked this case wide open. Isn't that crazy? I've said it. Yeah, I mean, like, if all parties all are away. Time. Exactly. But if you don't know, then exactly. you're cheating. At that point, you're wrong. You are <laughs> cheating. If you are cheating, you're wrong now. At that point, you're wrong. Like, there's no way around it. Just come clean, dude. Come fucking clean. I'll be pissed. Oh, I cheated on you. I'll be freaking pissed. But there will be a tiny part of me that respect you. Cheating's just so trifling. It's so disrespectful. At that point, you're just selfish. But you're selfish because you know that if you were honest, that person would probably leave your ass and they deserve to. But you're stopping them from living the reality of yeah. knowing who you really are, yeah. you know? And then they're living in this la-la land where they think something else other than the truth. And you are stopping them from just living their best life. Come clean. Just don't be so stink. I mean, this time karma went like... I'm here, bitch. Listen, this is Kama not had, a, Kama it, had her phone number, email, Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. TikTok. Like, address. I'm following you. <laughs> Good. Good. When you get cheated on, your self-esteem gets so cracked. Yeah. Because you, you end up you being not, very self-reflective. Yes. And yeah. then you're not trusted. And it interrupts in not only your relationship with your possible partners, but with yourself and friendship. Work crashes your trust. Mm. on somebody else every time i think about situations like this or even if i think about dating i think about anything this lives in my head rent free okay <laughs> my friend was getting married oh. and she was nervous to get married okay not that she didn't love the man okay she was just nervous there's a big step so she goes to her mother and i'm gonna name her Lindsay. so Lindsay goes to her mother uh-huh and Lindsay's like ma am i making a mistake marrying greg and without missing a beat Lindsay mother watched her and said shit man Lindsay, how much money you go have <laughs> <laughs> if you like having your toilet paper over like roll over you know that person comes and he always sets it under it doesn't bother you in the beginning. It's like, ha, 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 so cute. But a year in, you pelt in that toilet paper roll, you know what I mean? How many <laughs> Do I have to tell you? Exactly. So, I mean, like, people's relationships get strained. And there is a lot to be said for settling down. But I do get people wanting to taste the rainbow, you know? You just want to be out there. Exactly, exactly. Try, but, try. But if you want to do that, tell the person you're with. No. But if no, it didn't, didn't want to be involved, go into the next one. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but we talked you know about in terms of cheating. Like yeah. you want to go out there. You wanna. You wanna try everything. You know what? You the, know? One thing. This is the the tanti coming of the day. Okay. Taste as much of the rainbow as you want, and if you never find it, that doesn't mean you didn't go down without trying. Yeah, but also if you know that you're not done. You know, sampling. Don't bother to get married. Yes. Like, oh gosh, man. This is like, you know, when you go to like an ice cream shop or something and you want to taste the flavors, right? <laughs> you try one flavor, you try two flavors. It have about 20 flavor. You know you want all 20 flavors. Why get the chocolate and then have regrets? Yeah. That don't make no wait. sense. Just, Just wait. wait. Keep going back. Keep trying the different flavors. Uh. And maybe chocolate... Even though it is nice, it might not be the flavor for you. Exactly. You know, your real flavor might mm -hmm. be something, you know, cookie dough.
Non, des oh, biscuit. Ramen raisins. Ramen raisins. Guinness. Hey, Guinness. I don't sleep on Guinness ice cream. Guinness ice cream mm -hmm. is so good. It's top tier. Hey, anybody else? Any comments? Come back for me. Tell me if you've had <laughs> Guinness ice cream. Anyway, yeah. So these trifling people, uh, they had their whole thing. They set up their whole thing. They set up the guy. He has now died. All for what? To get insurance mm -hmm. money. Now the insurance money has been blown on accessibility <laughs> because you have now been paralyzed because of your hair brain mm -hmm. scheme. At the end of the day, I'm just saying, all she had to do was just leave this man. Anyway, Susanna, that was my case. I really wanted uh, to do a lady killer. And for those who were wondering, the name of the show is Snapped Woman Who Killed. My case today is not different from... Gloria, Maricela, um, Ami, Vanessa Jen. You know, we've heard this story before. This time, though, it's set in Venezuela. So let's go. Yes. <laughs> let's go, Susanna. We have, Take me away. Let me get like, mad. Let me get mad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Okay, we know the telenovela situation here, so right? So somebody granny aunt is a witch and put a hex on exactly, somebody exactly. else and so now they're having say, a devil when you, baby. Exactly. When you, hear <laughs> telenovela, when you hear telenovela, you say blind, paralyzed, come back from the dead. Uh, the, daughter, the daughter of the richest man. Yeah, She's but, poor and he's, he's rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then oh, she went and she had a baby with the priest who's supposed to be celibate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> i know all the stories <laughs> exactly so when i said there is a pattern there is a pattern like so the, a man being nasty crimes? yes okay. a man being nasty a woman being literally fucked by the man and the system mm. trying to make the best of it back in the days mm. Colombia, with all the drug, the cartel and the uh, narcos and all that jazz, a lot of people from Colombia fled the country. And they went to Venezuela? Venezuela was one of the destinations. Uh -huh. So Linda Loaiza, her parents were Colombian. They moved to Venezuela. This is so cute. Because they said it's a close family of 13. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, which is only 13 of us coming. <laughs> so they were located in a city called Merida. And then she studied there her high school. She had a diploma, but she wanted to be a veterinarian. Mm -hmm. So she moved from Merida to Caracas mm -hmm. to live with her sister to study veterinary medicine. Uh -huh. So Linda Loaiza Lopez was... 18 years old, minding her own business, mm -hmm. and she get kidnapped. By kidnapped. Yes. Luis Carrera Almoina. You know what? Luis Carmona. Right. That's it. You don't need okay. to really put any respect on his name if he's the kidnapper. Motherfucker. Mm. He raped her, mm. tortured her. I will get into the details later. For four months. Four months. Four freaking Four months. months. So she was basically kept as a sex slave. Yes, exactly. For for, that. for him. For him. Yeah. But you know, sometimes they put people into sex trafficking, and then they are forced to have sex with multiple yeah. people. Yeah. So she was just. He just decided he liked her. Yes. So who's like he? He's Why he's so big that he, he feel he could just take somebody off the, the street? The entitlement of this man is just. Uh, he is a writer. A writer. 
And his father and his family are connected to Venezuelan politics and politicians. Yeah. And his father, by the time this happened, his father was the director of one of the private universities in the country. Not the university she's going no, to. No, not the one. Yeah, but so he just feel he could do whatever he wants. Irregardless, yes. <laughs> she got rescued. One of the articles says that she managed to scream so loudly at the right time and people were saying, ah, something is happening there. Mm -hmm. And the police came. She got rescued. That's one version of how she got rescued? Yes. Okay. What's the other version? The, the police actually... Because when Linda didn't come home, the sister reported her as missing. To the police. Remember, this is in Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in 2001. It hasn't changed much. I can tell you that. But they all, they were very dismissive. Eh, maybe she's with a girlfriend. Maybe mm. she's with a boyfriend. Maybe right. she's, you know, partying. Maybe she's Anything but actually taking an interest in that, her, in that she might be missing. Anything but actually taking an interest. When Linda Loaiza was rescued, she had a fractured jaw and yes. nose. Her lips were disfigured and the ears. Disfigured like they cut them? Yes. Huh. There are pictures, Chanel. You don't want to see them. Like There are pictures of her face being beat up. She had trauma to the face and the brain. She has broken ribs, a ruptured spleen, cigarette burns all over her body. Huh. One of her nipples was cut off. <gasps> what the hell? By the time she got rescued, she was so underweight, she only weighed 62 pounds. That's less than Emma. What the hell? Why did they cut off a nipple? 62 yeah, but Pound. you're trying to keep somebody a sex slave. Like, what gratification? Even if you're into binding and, you know, like, abusive situation. Because there, there are, like, we always talk about how people have, yeah. every, have, it has somebody for everybody. It'll have somebody who will lay a tie them up. It has somebody who will lay a bite the nipple. Certainly not bite it off, but maybe for the right price. You never know. Yeah. But what sexual gratification do you get from having sex with somebody whose nipple is oozing? Because if you've cut off a nipple, now you're just going to, like, cut off and just be gone. And it's not, like... Okay, probably bleeding. This. this is not this is not like, oh, I'm gonna put you to sleep and then cut it off and then when you wake up. Yeah, she's awake you know, no, and she's, they cut off her nipple. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. That's so fucking disgusting. Mutilate muti mutilated is the word. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Ah, I just yeah. see the pictures. He like chopped up her lip. Yeah. Yeah. She spent over six hundred days in a hospital. Jesus Christ. She has, to the day of the article, 15 surgeries. Yeah. We're not going to even talk about psychological damage. Right. Luis Carmona has been known for bragging of his political connections because of the father and the family being connected to the major universities in Caracas mm -hmm. and all that jazz. And she, like I said, coming from a family of immigrants mm -hmm. trying to make a... Right, because they came from Colombia. They're not even yeah. from Venezuela. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, regardless of her economical situation, they hire a lawyer. She said, I'm going to drag his ass to jail. Yeah, look at her. He literally, like, chopped up her lip, cut off her nipple. She had to have two surgeries to her pancreas. Her pancreas? What did he do to her pancreas? Two surgeries. The trauma. Is it from being beaten? Yeah. yeah. It, he will have her sit on, what do you call the thing for the bottle? A lid? A cap? Yeah. Uh-huh. And kneel. Oh, God. On it. Like, kneel on, on those things while he's doing his things. 
Oh my gosh. So he's going to rape her while she's kneeling on yeah. these things? Yeah. What the fuck wrong with this man? I know. So she hires a lawyer Dana, and she to wants to this file. This like the worst one. <laughs> file charges for rape, At uh, the least, body the harm, least. kidnapping, torture, and attempted murder. murder. Absolutely. Mm. This is the wonderful justice system in Venezuela. 38 times the lawyer went to court not one judge wanted to touch the case you see because of the name so just because of who he is so no so wow how did she get this into court three years what it takes in venezuela for the statute of limitation to be done oh shit three fucking years chanel so the statues are gone when it was close to be gone yeah and nobody has touched this yeah she decided that she was going to go on a hunger strike. Oh, shit. That's when this case got into the public eye. Right. Not before. Remember, this because is... before she was... You know, this yeah. is not Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yes, 2001. Right. Mm-hmm. 2001. So she had the second surgery from her pancreas. Mm-hmm. 15 days after her surgery, she's sleeping on a hunger strike by the step of the Supreme Court. Absolutely. And she's like, uh-uh, let's get yeah, something done. Yeah, why the done. fuck he should get to walk? He's a pig. Yeah. He's a disgusting pig. Meanwhile, and he's actually, walking. that's and, embarrassing you know, to pigs. Yeah. Finally, a judge said, yeah, let's do this. You know, because there was a lot of attention. I don't want to jump into this. But let me guess, they killed the judge. No. Oh, okay. Continue that. I wish that was the case. Gosh. The judge do not only took the case. He got acquitted. Wait, wait, wait. The guy got acquitted? Yes. Acquitted for all the charges. On top of that, the judge started investigating her because his claim it was that she was a prostitute. Wait, if the police, because mm-hmm. in both versions of the story, the police are the ones who took her away from the house. Uh-huh. It's either she screamed so loud, the neighbors called the police, the police came and took her out. Yep. Or the police came yep. and took her out of the house. But right? on his defense, he said, oh, before she walked into the house, she was all beat up. So what she was doing, why was he housing her? He's now a fucking hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she was all mm-hmm. beat up when she came into the yep. house. Now I'm going to say something and please, Colombians, do not come for me. Back in the day, and this is happening to Venezuelans. Now. Now, you're an immigrant, new country, you need to provide. You turn into whatever work is available for yeah. you. Okay? Yeah, you know, and I can sex say work that is a thing. available. There was a lot of Colombian girls that they had the reputation of turning into sex work mm-hmm. to provide for themselves and their family. No, I can't speak so on one, every Venezuelan in Trinidad right now. Obviously, but that's that not is everybody, happening. but it is happening. Yes. It is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, the moment that is something involved with sexual encounters and a woman filing something, and the moment they were, they said, oh, she's Colombian, he, the man, that has the connection says that she's a prostitute that she came to his house like that and all that jazz they just make the assumption okay again this is a crappy fucking injustice system she can just whip out her boob that is missing the nipple at any point nothing to prove to them that this is not consensual you might be able to find somebody who might be interested in some really rough stuff but you're not gonna allow somebody to cut off your nipple and leave you bleeding out you know you're not gonna do that Mm-hmm. So using any kind of deductive reasoning, just based upon her Nothing, physical Chanel. state alone, they could not figure out that she wasn't there willingly. Mm-hmm. And obviously, even if he thought that she was a prostitute for whatever reason, she obviously was not prostituting at that time. If she was just standing up outside, maybe waiting on transportation to go to school. 
I'm very upset about this. Not only did the Jaffa credit him, mm-hmm. they started an investigation to her and her family for prostitution. She didn't want him to keep on walking on the streets. She wanted to appeal to this decision from the judge, right? She turned to a non-profit organization to help her to get this case mm-hmm. up and about again. The girl nipple missing, you know, that's what you said. Yeah. Successfully, a few months later, mm-hmm. another judge decided to take the case. Hmm. Yeah, but does it matter if they're taking the case if they're not going to try months, it properly? Six months later. Uh-huh. They trialed Eula conviction for kidnapping and grievous bodily injury. Hmm. What about the rape? But Carmona was still acquitted on the charges of rape and sexual violence. So he was sentenced to six years in jail. When we talked about six years and if it is enough time. Now, this is where I will tell you. I will double down on my statement that if I get shot in the foot and it's a through and through, there are no lingering injuries. Six years seems like it doesn't sound horrible. But you tell me that somebody going to rape kidnap mutilate Mutilated. somebody mm-hmm. and then have the audacity fucking tea yeah. to only get six yeah. years that's disrespectful mm-hmm. i'm very mad this is a cupcakeable case in it mm-hmm. and we can't have no cupcakes because of the damn diet from the moment the case started to the sentence it passed two years don't right? talk to me about the statutes now no they said But you already been waiting for two years so now it's four years you being a good boy wow He stayed in jail for two years and six months. Six months after. Yeah. yeah, That's what's happened when you have a name. And I'm pretty sure it's not like, it's not, it's not, it wasn't like, oh, he was solitary. Nah. Listen to me. I don't condone violence or any of those things. And I don't want no police. Nobody fully listen to this. And he's a policeman or whatever. He's a lawmaker. Stay out of my business. I'm going to say what I had to say. If he was in jail and he only get to do two years, I was hiring somebody to rough him up in the prison and cut off his fucking nipple. Mm -hmm. You know what else? Cut off the tip of his dick too. Just cut it off. You know the cut off the whole thing? Just cut off the tip. Why? From what I hear, that's the best part. Sure. So, sure. You know, at that point, you're not gonna have a good time anyway. <laughs> Let that serve as a reminder, you fucking pig. When Linda Loisa found out that he was out in the street, she hit a butaka. No. She decided to go to the Inter-American Commission of Human Rights. Okay. So she's trying to get some international help here. Mm-hmm. Okay. This commission, one out of a hundred petitions, make it to the court. Did hers make it? Nice. At this point, she has given up the idea of being a veterinarian and she enrolled herself into a law. Fuck yes. School. I like it. I like it. Come and get him. Yeah. Get him, get him. Yes. I'm going to get this man. Yes. By this point, on every interview, she says, I'm sure I was not the first one. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure as we're speaking, I'm not there the will be more. Yeah. And there are more. Apparently, half a dozen huh. confessed to her that similar stuff happened to them. Yeah. Not to the extent of her thing. None of them. Reported them. None of them reported. Yeah, but all because None of he them. thinks he is above the law. He is, Chanel. She, he Grr, is. I'm so mad about this. He is because he has a name and he has the money. You know? And, and there, there is a, a system that it's out to get you, the victim. Like you no. have every single proof possible to show this, this. So mad. I'm getting so upset 
So one of the quotes for Linda when she approached this commission, she said, I think it's a huge opportunity for survivors to be able to directly petition the inter-American human rights system. And there are no limitations, at least I never felt any. More women could do what I did. Again, this is a woman trying to get justice in an injustice system, but also trying to set a precedent because she was the first victim that made it all the way to the Inter-American Commission. Not only telling the story about what has happened to her, but now she's going against the Venezuelan government. She said her sister tried more than once to report her. There is no reporter. Report her missing. Oh. Like her sister was on the police case. Yeah, but the police weren't. And the police would not pay attention. There are no records of the sister going into the police. So then it's more likely that she screamed and somebody called the police and the police came. I'm surprised she got rescued. I'm telling you the truth. If they reach there and they reach by the street and they're like, oh, fuck, this is, what's his name? Carbona? Luis Carbona. Caca house. I'm surprised they still went in and got her. I'm really shocked. Probably, like, not everybody knows these motherfuckers, right? Not everybody knows he's interracial. No, I mean, at that point. Or they were just, you know, looking the other way. Hmm. So by 2011, Mm -hmm. Luisa graduated from law. Mm -hmm. And in 2013... She enrolled in a, a special, specialization. Specialization. A special, you go ahead and say a specialization. In right. <laughs> international human rights law. Yeah. Her petition got accepted. This commission, we recommend to the government in Venezuela to compensate Linda Lois no, not for no the damage. Not no compensate. Bury this fucker under the jail. No, Janelle, nobody has done The so only he time just out he out in the ser- streets? Yes. And he's nowhere to be found, eh? Oh, he's he, nowhere to be found. He hiding? Yeah. For Look at this fucker I'm in Canada. Let's I'm, post it. I'm going to, we're going to post his picture to our yeah. website. Look out for him. If you see him, report his ass. Mm-hmm. Let him go to jail. That's disgusting. So he just out. Out. Wherever he out. is. Yeah. He probably in Venezuela self just living it up. Mm-hmm. Unbothered. The commission concluded, because this is so hard, that you need to go to a fucking commission to conclude. I'm quoting. Linda did not have equal access to justice and suffer re-victimization, re-victimization. Yes, re-victimized. So she was a victim again. Yes. of their... But the system. Bullshit. Look at this dick. Mm-hmm. Just so you all know, Susanna messed up the person's name. His name is Nano Carmona. It's Carrera. Carrera. But we don't care about it. We don't. Carrera. He don't deserve no respect at all. No. But if you look him up, he has such a fucking punchable face. Like I want to repeatedly punch mm-hmm. him in the face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why he get to just walk around after he do this to this girl? And look at the size of his ears. Oh my gosh! I just want to hang him by the ears. Okay, she talked into the Inter-American Commission of Human Rights. They of course have a higher commission. No, of course. Of human rights. They sent her there too. On February 6, 2018, Mm -hmm. Linda Loaiza sat down with this Higher Human Rights Commission. There were seven judges and one Venezuelan legal representative. Okay. His name is Larry Debo Marquez. He has the balls, Larry, to make an apology, acknowledging clearly you did not have access to the justice under condition of equality. No shit. Yeah, but they're only saying this now because the international people years. got involved. 17 fucking years. So this is all the apology? One legal representative, that was the apology. That was considered the apology. 
I oh, don't want didn't... an apology. At that point, mm-hmm. look, I don't want him to apologize. I don't want his father to apologize. I don't want the university that they own to apologize. I don't want the government to apologize. You want justice in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to get your fucking nipple back. I'm so mad. Her face, Chana. Her, Her face as youth. well. She was 18 years old. He just old. robbed her. 18. What the fuck gives him old. the right to take all this time and life and youth mm-hmm. and beauty mm-hmm. away from somebody? Mm-hmm. You disfigure her because you unhappy with how you look like a fucking clown? Is this the reason? Yep. Oh, I'm so mad. Yep. So this court ordered the Venezuelan state to compensate Linda and her family by covering her lifelong medical and psychological care. Did that happen? No shit. This is Venezuela. Nothing is going to happen. Of course. Venezuela has to publicly acknowledge. Nobody cares. The case and establish a national gender violent curriculum bearing the name of Linda Loaiza as well as other measures. Has any of these happened? No. No. Hmm. Nothing. How would you go through the trouble of sitting down? Because every time a victim talks, they relived mm-hmm. their story. I'm fed up of these stories. I'm very mad. And I don't want to listen to any more of this shit. It's very upsetting. Like, I'm mad. I'm mad. Like, this one made me more mad than all of the other cases put together. I'm just going to finish with this. Yeah, okay. This is a woman that has not stopped fighting for justice. We all know that she's not going to get it. She knows she's not going to get it. But she says that she's here. He doesn't get to take more from her. She won't stop bringing awareness. She Mm. won't stop helping because now she's, as a lawyer, helping under these uh, non-profit organizations. Mm -hmm. She's encouraging every single victim to speak up. Mm-hmm. She comes from the position of the victim, right? She knows what it is to be on that other side. Mm. So she brings the awareness to the lawyers around her as well. I think she's right. Keep putting his stupid face in the media. Yeah. Keep embarrassing him. Keep reminding him that you didn't stop. And then anytime maybe somebody's going to see him and be like, oh, that's that stink bastard who did this shit to that girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah. I'm really mad about this one. Like, normally we don't get justice, you know? But it's the bold-facedness of this case that have me extra pissed off. And it's the fact that he just kind of do do you know? The other cases, maybe there's an arrest or there's an end. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm hoping that this guy, it's like, he dead. He gone. Like, the father said, listen, you're just a piece too, of shit. I'm just gonna. I think that that's too easy. Like I said, cut off the dick tips. Mm-hmm. It's too easy. It's too easy. When you've made somebody's life so difficult, when you've gone through the trouble of ruining somebody's future, mm-hmm. I think it's only fair that you pay with your future, which is but you why know people what? go to prison. Every time this woman succeeds somewhere, like she gets a little bit of that back, if that makes any sense. Like I was like, okay, you did this to me. Now I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be on your ass. I'm going to learn this law. I'm going to do these things. And that's all you know? very commendable. But and I still want to see him drag. Maybe she's making her peace with the fact that he might never see another yeah, job. I mean, that is why people do time. But you know what's the, the creepiest part, Chanel? That she also have fracture her, in her vagina. And only <gasps> two... Two article talked about that. See how the fuck you structure a vagina? You know how incredibly, incredibly rough people have whole babies, whole heads come out yeah. of vaginas. He had to have been so horrible. 
whole heads, yeah. whole people come out of vagina. Sometimes more than one person <laughs> comes out of a vagina <laughs> at back. the same time, back to back. <laughs> how is, how, what the fuck did he do that he fractured a vagina? Yeah. The words you just said to me were fractured vagina. Yeah. If he so big in the dance, big in the dance is uh, well. I don't think Trini says it anymore. I'm an old lady, so it's something we used to say back in the day. But if you so big in the dance, if you so rich and so connected, and you have all of these connections, somebody cannot link you up with a woman. Like you couldn't have paid for like this. You service. have everything. You have you everything. Have everything to get sex everywhere. You can get and sex. just can. You still just stole this girl off of the fucking mm-hmm. street and ruined her But that's her entitlement, life. Oh man, that's I'm so mad. I crack my neck, and I'm not allowed to crack my neck. Jesus Christ. I'm so good. Susanna, I am staging an informal <laughs> protest. <laughs> I want a break. <laughs> okay, I, can, I want I'm, a break. Who else wants a break from nobody, the fuckery? Nobody. Yes. yes you told me comments. to be serious about this. And I, know, to, no, I know. No, I know. I know no, that you back, are the injustice bantan of... You are the injustice bantan of the group, okay? You are the one to come lead the charge for the injustices. And I know we start our episodes with, do you like accents but hate injustice? And we hate the injustice, but nah, man. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, this one. Jeez. Honestly, Susanna, you kind of outdid yourself with this particular case. Like, the only thing redeeming about this story is that the girl lived, you know. Like, the rest is complete shit. Mm-hmm. Susanna, I hate you for doing this. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so mad. I'm sorry. Like, I'm done. I have to go to sleep. <laughs> you can go to I'm sleep. Sorry. This is going to give me acid reflux. <laughs> I need to take two Tums and go in my bed. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. And that is an endorsement for Tums. Do you have acid reflux? Do you have an upset stomach? Take two Tums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it will alleviate the pain. I'm hoping that Tums hears this and gives us an endorsement. Please. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very proud. I don't know her. I'm very, very proud of what she did with her life and how she turned things around and how amazing she is. Like, she is amazing. She's determined. She's amazing. Yeah. Like, that's... She's amazing. I know, I know that all I'm talking about is him and how much she should be punished and da, 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 da. it's not that i don't recognize her Compl- achievements yeah, okay. because she is fucking amazing everybody deals with trauma differently and if, yes. if your way of dealing with trauma is to cave into yourself and then you know that's fair too yes right so yes, i'm trying to diminish that mm-hmm. but what i am trying to say is that it takes a specific type of person to mm-hmm. turn their pain into a victory very very specific type of person and I, I do not know if i'm that i person. don't i don't think chief feels that she has gotten any victory mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. it's so commendable yeah the fact that she was like no you know what you're not gonna fuck with me no more i'm gonna make noise Probably. i think he's dead you think he dead mm-hmm. no Mm-mm. i think he's dead i still i still say we post this picture on the website and be yeah. like hey be on the lookout yeah. yeah you know but he has enough money to get away he has enough money to not be in Venezuela. And Venezuela, sorry Venezuelans, is also so corrupt that he has enough money that he could just be living there living large. No, what I'm the, trying to say is you think he's dead. And I'm trying to say it is a thousand percent possible that no, one, he's he gone. took his money and he went. Yeah. Or, and he's out raping people somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or he is in Venezuela sitting down, sitting pretty. And maybe stealing little girls from like villages and stuff yeah. and doing shit to them. Yeah. Where people not going to miss them and not going to speak up because they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Get him. Get him. Drag him. Hey, we have listeners from all over the world. You, we, we post and he picture. Find him. Find him. Find him. Find him. Find him. Mm-hmm. Find him. Find him. But the thing is, where are you going to take him? Where are you going to take you take him to Venezuela? They get He get pampered. And God forbid you report him. Because remember what happened when she reported him? 
Oh, you're a prostitute. Now we're checking you and your family. You're not checking the rapists. You're checking the prostitutes. You're not checking the... She's no prostitute. But my point is, even if she was... I don't have an answer for that part yet about what we're going to do with him other than the dick tip thing. That was the only contribution I had to that. I mean, of course, you know, let the justice take its its course and whatnot. Which if he does show up without a dick tip, it wasn't me because I'm not. <laughs> I can tell it that much. Okay. <laughs> I don't know but if I have if the stomach for it. I don't if know if somebody the, out there. I don't know if I have the trying stomach to cut for it. Something you know, <laughs> try to see if the knife is well um, sharpened. Sharpened. <laughs> Just find yeah. the dick. I mean, and if you, chop, if chop, you chop. found him. And you find him without his dick tip. It wasn't either of us is what I'm trying to say. And don't come for us either saying we incited that violence because, you know, people do what they want to do. You know? Exactly. I'm just going to say that the person that does it is going to be well received in this podcast. <laughs> you ain't going to be mad at you. Is what we're, trying we're, to not gonna, we're not going to be mad at you. All right, Susanna, look at any time. So uh, while we were recording, daylight savings time changed. Right? <laughs> I was really excited to get an extra hour of I'm sleep. Sorry. That did not happen. But today be Sunday because we're recording another Saturday episode. And that's the perk to doing that. When we record in the week, in the evening, we're both dragging our asses at work the next yeah. day. At least it's sun. Yeah, it's that's true. Sun. Anyways, we know nothing. So <sighs> please go to the sources link on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime. And also, don't hold us accountable for any missing dick tips. <laughs> Cut them. Cut them all. <laughs>